Hi, this is John. And this is Torsten. And welcome to This Is Your Music. So Torsten, I, this I think is our fifth podcast, really enjoying doing this with you. Um, so we spoke about lots of our favorite bands. And then this week, you wanted to speak about Mylene Farmer. So I have two questions to start with. The first question is, who is Mylene Farmer? And second question, how does a guy that loves his heavy rock music fall in love with Mylene Farmer? <laughs> <laughs> Two very good questions. <laughs> Milan Farmer. Oh, my my second love <laughs> next to Claudia. <laughs> uh, she's a French Canadian. Uh, she she was born in Canada, but she's living now many many years now in in France, as I know in Paris. Yeah, and uh, how did I come to Milan Farmer? Um, many many years ago. Um, I, I, <laughs> I had a trip through some bars and restaurants, uh, came a little bit drunk uh, back home, <laughs> switched on my TV set, and um, yeah, there was a time we had MTV in our channels, <laughs> and um, I, I just sat down on the sofa, and there was this song starting. It was starting like a, um, like a, hmm, like a dark movie. Um, it was... Um, playing on a beach, um, some dark music, and um, yes, it, it, it was very, very strange. And then um, the song starts from Milan Farmer, Sans Contrefacion. Sorry, I can't <laughs> your, speak your, German. Your French is better than mine, I can't, I can't so speak German. it's fine. Perfect. Your French is better yeah, than mine. It's so bad, but this woman, this lady is so interesting. You have to see this, this uh, video, Sans Contrefacion. It's, I think it's eight minutes long, and um, it's awesome. It's, um, it's about um, a boy um, turning to um, a, a lady and uh, turning back to, uh, to a boy. Um, you, you know Pinocchio? Yeah. The, the, there's a, a puppet uh, in, in the scene, uh, and it looks very uh, similar to, to Pinocchio. The whole thing is very, very strange, but it's so strange that it's again interesting and um, you have to listen to the song it's one of her biggest hits uh, she had in france and uh, the video is uh, amazing so that was the first time i i saw and i was listening to milan farmer since that point of time um i always followed her every record she brought out every um single she released um i bought everything right. <laughs> so it, it's it's interesting right because I had never heard of her, right? Never heard of her. Um, I Googled her. Um, I, I see she, she's got loads of albums. She's had 20 number ones in France, eight number ones in a row in France. She sold gazillions of records in France. I'm guessing in mainland Europe, she's huge. But it, it always kind of fascinates me that she never made a name in like in Ireland, I'm guessing in the UK either, um, or in the US. I, I was speaking to some of my Canadian friends and they've heard of her. Um, so, you know, obviously she she's famous in Quebec, but in the English speaking world, I, I was asking people, nobody has ever heard of her. But then when you go into the French speaking world, she is huge. She's a superstar in the French. Um... 
yeah, spoken countries uh, like Switzerland and uh, yes, Belgium, um, Luxembourg, all the small countries. But <laughs> a funny thing is, she's also very, very famous in Russia. Right, okay. Please don't ask why? me why Russia. <laughs> and is she famous in Germany? <laughs> no, well, absolutely not. She had only one uh, TV show. Where, where she was singing, and this was very, very funny, a, a song from her very first album, and this is like, um, yeah, compare, it's, they're playing country music, <laughs> this is so funny, seeing her in a, a TV show with country music, this is so strange. But, but to me, to but me, I think that was a mistake. No, no, because to me, I don't find that strange at all, right, because for the last three weeks, since you said, okay, we're going to listen to Miley and Farmer, I'm like, who? So I started to listen to all her albums. Not, not all the albums, right? I went in and I listened to a handful of her records. Um, and then you sent me some links to her concerts. So I listened to um, an album, now forgive my French, um, Ancy Soigé, I think it was. And yeah. <laughs> that is, it's fine. Like, it's, it's very poppy. It's typical, like, Euros, 80s music, you know. Um, but then when I started looking yeah. at her concerts, I'm like, who the hell is this woman? She's, is she heavy rock? Is she just like Madonna? Is she like a goth? There was one of the concerts I was watching and it was very gothic-y. It had a kind of a cure feel to it. Then there was another concert and it was all like Egyptian. And I'm like, who is this woman? Like, what is she? Yeah. She makes a secret uh, of her life. Nobody knows really anything about her. You, you know, she was, um, I do not really think she was married, but she was together with Laurent Boutoir. Mm -hmm. uh, I also can't <laughs> speak. Yeah, we're going to lose all our uh, French followers now, guy... Justin, because we're not really pronouncing these names right. <laughs> yeah. I, and all our listeners are laughing at us. <laughs> No, please stay with <laughs> us, um, even if we <laughs> our French is very bad. No, but um, the, this this woman is so interesting um, because, as I said, uh, nobody knows anything about her. Just a few little things, and you can't find a website of Milan Farmer. There's only um, a website um, when she is releasing a record, but this website uh, is um, built by her um, record company. There's only information for the record, and that's, that's it. it. That that was everything, and you, you don't see her on TV shows. She she isn't giving any interviews. It's very very rare. It's very very seldom you can see her uh, somewhere on, on TV, and so are her shows. Um, as you said, they are very very dark and um, yeah, um, sometimes scary. Sometimes they're absolutely pop music. You can. Um, compare her sometimes with Madonna and as you said you can compare with the Cure concert so so different styles and um, yeah when she started her career it was a little bit poppy the first two albums and then she's getting darker and heavier and um, I don't know uh, did you listen to um, every record or... I listened to Ancy Soigé um, L'Autre yeah. And Sathamorphose. Yeah. <laughs> don't know how to pronounce that. <laughs> um, and, <laughs> and I'd also to Avant Cui L'Ombre, 
um, and they're they're yeah. quite poppy. Um, some of them, but they, as you said, some of them do get heavier as as the years go on. Um, my favorite one is the mm. one um, Ansi Soage. That was in 1988. There was some. There was one song on that that I I, I did hear before. I don't know how I've heard it, and that was um, Sans Contra Fashion. Um, I don't know how to pronounce it. It's the second song on the. Yeah, and I. I yeah, that's the song I was um, telling you. Uh, was my, my first um, um, yeah, song I ever heard. This was a song on MTV. Yeah, so I've heard this song before. So this song may have made its way into into Ireland um, at some stage in the 1980s because I definitely heard it before. And this song is an earworm. Like you listen to it and it, I can't get it out of my head. I find myself, if I'm going for a walk, I'm singing this song in French. don't know what the words mean, but it's very, very catchy. Okay. <laughs> There's a, another song that's very, very catchy. Um, it's called Désenchanté. It's uh, from her next album, L'Autre. It's the, uh, I think it's the first song on the record. And she's still playing um, in her right. shows today. And th there was one... Um, in in the links you sent me for her concert, um, there was one um, song. I, I think it was it was a, is the song called "Film." Um, it, like uh, this reminded me of the Cure, and it was it was very gothicy, um, very dark. Um, I, I I must Google the lyrics or Google Translate the lyrics to see what she's singing about, but it looked kind of very very dark, um, and. You know, from a like, yeah. you see this arena, and there must be thirty, forty thousand people at the concert. Um, I always find that fascinating because I never heard of her, and there she is selling out all these huge <laughs> stadiums, um, which is amazing. Let me tell me um, about uh, one of my best concerts ever. Uh, it was definitely one of Milan Farmer. Um, it was. Um, the uh, War Colombre tour. Um, I think it was 2006. Uh, when we entered uh, the hall, it's uh, Paris' biggest concert hall. The whole concert hall was in dark red light colored. And on, in the background, you heard a certain noise, uh, and I, uh, I identified it as the soundtrack of Batman, Batman Begins. Have you ever yes, seen I the have. movie Batman Begins? You um, maybe you can remember. This is this dark soundtrack. This bum 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 bum. It's getting louder and getting lower. And normally, in a rock concert, you have uh, catchy music uh, that the, the crowd is uh, getting. Yay! We are looking forward to the party. And but Milan Farmer just played the dark music, and the the red color was getting mm. dark red. And at one point of time all the lights went out and then the stage it was um, uh, uh, the whole front was a big gate a really big gate and this gate opens very very slowly and the bright light it was the eternal right. light uh, just sh was shining into the hall and from the middle stage from the top side Milan Farmer was walking very slowly like a queen down to the stage 
that was amazing that was awesome so um and another concert i sent you also the link her, her beginnings the starts of a concert are mm. always spectacular um a coffin was coming down from the concert hall a, a glass coffin she was lying in this coffin uh it was uh coming down to the ground and six dark coated men um were carrying those, this coffin from the middle stage there was a middle stage built into this hall and uh, the, the stage was um mm. shaped like a gothic cross um a bridge um made the connection from the middle stage to the main stage and those six men carried this coffin into onto the center stage and then like a candle it was going up and the coffin opened and milan farmer went out and that mm. was wow goosebumps i never had such an <laughs> event again <laughs> and how many how many are you you've seen yeah, it on how many times Six times, okay. Six times. And is each concert then very different? Because, you know, from what you sent me on, every time I looked at something by her, it was just completely different. Yeah. Um, look, the first part of her career, it was more dark. It was more um, rock music. Then she turned more into, yeah, pop music. The music and the lyrics, they, they weren't that dark mm -hmm. like in the past. And the last show, the last tour, it, she, she's going back to her roots. And um, I also sent you um, a link to the um, final show. Um, she um, played only in Paris because the stage mm. is so big that you can't carry the stage <laughs> through the country. So the queen is... Uh, has a reception in her palace and everybody has to come. And um, yeah, they are all different. But every time she has lots of dancers on the stage, um, she has a lot of musicians. Um, she has always the best uh, studio musicians. So musicians um, with I, I, her I was watching stage. one of the videos and I recognized the drummer. Is, 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 is her drummer Paul McCartney's drummer? Okay. Okay. Because I saw Paul yeah. McCartney, and, and also okay. I didn't, so it, it must be she must share then some of the, the, I guess the artist then with Paul McCartney. Yeah. Um, also, the the drummer um, Abe Laboriel uh, Jr. Um, he's singing uh, together with Milan Farmer's okay. song. Um, on the stage, yeah, he uh, was replacing. I think yeah. was it Moby, um, yeah. And um, this is so beautiful. This is a very very big guy. I see so handsome, and um, he's mm. playing enthusiastic uh, the drums. So, so you mentioned Moby Thorsten. Um, so she's done a collaboration with Moby. Is there anybody else that she's done a collaboration with? Yes. Um, oh, okay. With Stink. Um, I think uh, there the are a few other um, collaborations she did, but um, the most yeah. famous are Moby and Sting. And uh, Sting was uh, on her last um, live album or live DVD also on stage, so you can see him or go on YouTube. It's a wonderful right. uh, love song. 
It's called Stolen Car. Stolen Car. <laughs> it sounds like a lot um, of So it's, it's interesting, you know, again, for for me in Ireland and I guess for people maybe in the UK, you know, so she does all these huge co uh, collaborations with, you know, really famous and, and big performance artists, but we've still never heard of her. So I, I, it, it's just, it, she's kind yeah. of fascinating um, for me. Um, so then... Has she done anything recently? Um, so she's around like since the eighties. So her first album I think, was 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 in the mid in the middle of the eighties. Has she done anything recently? What's the latest thing that she's done? Um, the funny thing is, uh, when we decided uh, to do the podcast today um, about Milan Farmer, um, two days later uh, there was announced that she's uh, bringing out or uh, she to knew we were going to talk about album. it she knew it um, she it, was it, waiting for us yes. to talk about it she <laughs> felt us she felt us and um, there's uh, a new song included which is uh, also a very very nice song it's not that poppy anymore it's um, she's going back um, hopefully she's going back a little bit to her roots um, and not uh, on this train with this uh, poppy music she released uh, a, a, yeah, a few albums, which okay. I really did not like, this uh, Monkey Me. And um, I know there's an album, I, I really know why I don't like it, because I can't speak or pronounce the name of and the And which album. one is that one? Is that the one that I tried to pronounce as well? So, uh, <laughs> Probably. We won't, we won't even try doing it again. Okay. It's from 2018. <laughs> So if you look on your list, you would see this. 18. Oh, okay. I'm not even... Oh, disobedience. That's easy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I haven't listened to it. I haven't listened to it. Um, so so she's, still, she's still huge, I'm guessing, like she, and she's still recording. And like every time she releases something, I, I'm, I'm guessing then it's a huge event and there's all this secrecy around it. And then... She doesn't have a website and she just releases stuff. Does, does she have a social media presence? Is she on Facebook and Twitter and all that? I wonder. No. Wow. No, she's nowhere. These uh, sites are only um, created by fans, by supporters, by her record company. But um, you can't uh, see her on Twitter or on Instagram. There's only... Um, yeah, websites from... So how does somebody that parties... has no internet sites no social media presence, fill out a stadium in Paris. How does that happen? I think it's the, the mystery um, about a person. And um, you, you have to go to a concert. You have to see the audience. Yeah. They are going crazy. The moment she enters the stage, she is, the, the, the audience is going crazy. And she, yeah. she definitely yeah. too. <laughs> but... Um, yeah, it's it's a it's a mystery. I've never seen it in Germany or um, anywhere. I've been to a concert. The people are going. Yeah, that's um, yeah. If for people that haven't seen her. Like, I would just recommend go on to YouTube and just watch some of the videos because it is kind of fascinating. It's like you know you see those old um, yeah you those old clips of the Beatles in the nineteen sixties and everybody's crying in the audience. <laughs> that's what it's like. You know, there was one, there was one, there was one clip that you, yeah. you gave me, and it was, it was, I think it was probably the finale, um, and she walks up the steps, and yeah. she's got this big long red coat, and it's, it's so, you know, it's so dark, and then she turns and she puts her hand in the air, 
and the whole audience are crying their eyes out waving goodbye to her. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's she's, right. she's okay. walking into eternity. That's that's I think uh, the message. Um, she's uh, walking up the steps, and you see this very very bright light again. And um, then she's gone. Yeah. And people are crying. They're shouting and crying. It's, like you said, it's, it's like it's when like you and me Beatles say goodbye to each other in the airport. That's that's exactly what it's like, Thorsten. <laughs> Every time. <honey>. But. <laughs> and uh, what, what I know, uh, avant colombre um, is, uh, I think, uh, translated it means um, after the shadow. So shadow mm. is also a very dark word. So it fits perfectly. So to her the themes movie. then. So for people that kind of like, it's it's an interesting one. So people that like kind of that gothic music, you know, there's definitely something in it for them. For people that like that Madonna poppy stuff, there's something in it for them. There was also a lot of those kind of um, techno and. What, what I would say, club music. There was a, a lot of that kind of dance club music um, in some of the albums and in some of the concerts that I Definitely. saw. Like the collaboration with Moby is kind of like a club anthem. You, know, you, you expect to hear something like that in a pizza or something. Um, so she's, there's definitely something for everybody. Absolutely, it's yeah. So rock music, as we said in the beginning. Yeah, so... Um... There's really music for everybody. But I think the most yeah, important thing are her shows. After the release uh, of every record, there's, she's touring. And when she's not touring, she's staying in Paris and um, yeah, has a reception for her fans in her own big palace. So uh, I think last time she gave 15 concerts in a row. She she could not tour because the stage was so big, and so people I guess then are coming the from all over like, uh, to, to um, go see her in Paris. Then, and I'm guessing her concerts, you know, are just going to sell yeah. out immediately if she has that kind of devotion. Yeah, absolutely. It's is very hard to get tickets uh, for her shows. Um, I remember the first show I was um, in Farmer mm -hmm. was in the city of Metz. It's um, very close to the um, German border. And I have an aunt. She's living in uh, Saarbrücken. And her daughter, my cousin, she was organizing me yeah. the ticket because you can't buy them in Germany. So, um, and uh, all the uh, well-known websites to buy concerts tickets, they didn't offer Milan <laughs> Farmer tickets. And you, you kind of wonder why, but I, I guess that her fan base then is, is kind of francophone. It is within the, the French-speaking French -speaking world. Um, so, Torsten, um, so you, you've seen her loads of times. Um, she's still recording. She's got something coming out. Um, she seems to be involved in a lot of things. I was looking at her profile, and she owns lots of companies. Um, so she's obviously hugely successful. Has she done anything else in the music industry? Like, does she does she produce or does she create music for anybody else? Has she has she done anything? you know, in, in cinema or, or anything like that? Yeah, not that much, but she did, uh, definitely. She uh, produced um, a young um, yeah, lady. Um, her name is Alizé. 
And she had a big hit in all over Europe um, many years ago. I think it was uh, around 2000. Uh, okay. More Lolita. Yes. <laughs> Maybe you have uh, heard the song. I, I, I don't. I don't. <laughs> As a Kyo <laughs> fan, you won't listen to such kind of music. <laughs> but um, she definitely um, has a hit. And um, I think Alize, um, she is still doing music, but... Um, yeah, she changed her style. Now she has tattoos all over, and she's a very uh, different right. lady than in 2000. And um, yes, uh, Milan Farmer also made uh, music for soundtracks. Um, Arthur and the Minimoys. <laughs> oh. I never heard of the, this. Is a co- it's, it's a comic okay. movie, but the song is very funny. Such so a Luke Besson film. Yeah, that's so, that's um, pretty interesting. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But that's all. So she she's not that active on the music market. And um, she is uh, living her own life. Um, she's uh, very, um, yeah, back uh, in her home. I, I, what I know, she lived for a few uh, mm-hmm. months in, in Los Angeles. And um, she wrote a, a song about uh, this time. Um, about California. It's a very slow, easy-going song, which is very nice. Um, but um, that's all. You do not really know anything about and her. I think she likes being an enigma. She yeah. likes having that secrecy. And I think that's kind of part, I guess, of her, her success and a part of who she is. And it, 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 isn't it unusual? Yeah. Because Absolutely. you think that somebody that's successful... Um, would would always want to be in the media and would always want to be, you know, in the tabloids and always want kind of paparazzi, you know, th- there's no, like you kind of just compare it to anybody else of that stature. They're always, they're always promoting themselves or <laughs> if they're not in the news, you know, they're creating stories for themselves. So she, she definitely is an enigma. Um, and I, I guess you really have to respect her for that. Definitely. So look, but then when she's going to America and uh, going there for holidays, nobody knows her. She yeah. can walk through the streets. Nobody's disturbing her. Um, I, maybe you will laugh at me, but you can compare to, mm, yeah. you know, this guy, Robbie Williams. <laughs> He's absolutely famous in, in Europe. Absolutely. But nobody knows him. I don't know why, because mm-hmm. he has so many hits in America and he's living in the US and he can walk up and wow. down the streets and nobody will know him. So that's perfect. I think Milan Farmer has the same same life. Um, she's also uh, famous, not all over Europe, but in her country, in all French spoken countries. And she can move around the world, not now <laughs> because of COVID-19. <laughs> but <laughs> um, yeah, and I think that's very comfortable. So, I still haven't kind of got to the bottom of why you love this artist so much. So I, I know you 20 years now, right? And every time I meet you, there's, you're always talking about her. <laughs> and it's one of the ones that I'm always really surprised <laughs> because I, you know, I go down into your basement, you've got all these rock albums and you're always listening to rock music. What is it? What is it about her? Like, what does she have? Is it her enigma? Is it her presence? Is it, is it everything about her that just hooks you in? 
it's everything about her. It's a good mixture of everything because um, I I'm always open for new music and um, Milan Farmer she brings you every kind of music and I pick me out of the best out yeah. of this this big catalog she she released and uh, the. There are only a few songs, but those songs are brilliant. Those songs are very interesting. They are, yeah. I, I listen yep. the whole life to her songs. I have always songs of Milan Farmer on my iPhone. So, um, and if you've been once to one of her shows, you're hooked. You, you, it's like magic. You have to see it again and again, and again. You're absolutely hooked. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, you're so fascinated and you go out of the concert hall with a big question mark. What happened? That's funny because that, that was my whole um, kind of going through this was like a question mark. I still, I've listened to her now for like the three yeah. weeks I've been listening to her, her, a lot of the stuff and watching the videos and it's still a question mark. It's still like, who is this enigma? Who is this person that's selling out yeah. these huge arenas and huge stadiums that I've never heard of that has no presence online, that has no social media presence, <laughs> that has 20 number ones in France, that has sold over 30 million albums in France, that has won Francophone Artist of the Year like dozens of times. Uh, and yeah, it, it's amazing. So many and awards, I yeah. still, I still can't put my finger on her. From a musical perspective, um, I, I don't mind those early 80s are the, the mid-80s kind of poppy songs because they remind me of the 1980s and I, I do love 80s music. So I, I do like that. Some of the other ones for me are very kind of samey. Um, a lot of them remind me of Eurovision songs. Um, but then the concerts are completely different. As you mm -hmm. said, the concerts are, are, are interesting. Um, if you really like your, your the yeah. big performance and you like the big stage and you like all of the, the razzmatazz that goes with that. It, it, she's, her, her live concerts are really interesting to watch, I thought. Yeah, they are so big uh, events. And it's very interesting to like um, um, a musician and all your friends are asking you, who's that? <laughs> never heard. <laughs> you, you surprise everybody then when they, hey. when they look, yeah, who's this new artist? I've never heard of this. Yeah. You go in and you look and just like, oh, I should have 20 number yeah. ones and 30 million albums sold. It's, it's very strange. Yeah. So coming back to your question, why do I like her? It's a mixture of everything. So it's, uh, it's always uh, like in life. And mm -hmm. you like it or you hate it. So um, <laughs> well, I love her. Thank you for talking to us about Miley and Farmer. Um, and, and thank you for recommending her. Um, I have like I, that one album I will go back to, um, and I listen to it. And but the concerts, like, there's something I would put on, um, and I would recommend people that like those big performances to kind of watch them. You know, so you know, thanks for educating us all, Thorsten, because I, I know that the people that will be listening will have never have heard <laughs> of Mylene Farmer. So at least we're providing an education here now as well. And again, apologies to all our French friends for butchering your language. And we will try to do better the next time <laughs> we have a French artist that we speak about. Um, yeah. So thanks for that, Torsten. Okay. Um, any, any final words on Mylene Farmer, just uh, besides that, I, that you love her? <laughs> no, 
I I bought <laughs> I bought the latest um, DVD of her show from 2019. Right. Next time you come over to our home, we uh, have a few bottles of beer. Perfect. That would be very lovely way to spend an evening. So, Torsten, so for the next time, um, we're, we're coming yeah. up towards the end of 2020. It's been a horrible year for most people, I would say for everybody. Um, <laughs> so one of the things I wanted Thank to kind you, of do yes. <laughs> um, for the next podcast, instead of just talking about a particular artist, um, how about we talk about our top five albums that were released in 2020? Um, that can be kind of difficult because you and me, we buy a, a, a huge amount of music and listen to a huge amount of music. So uh, it's going to be difficult, but let's see if we can whittle down our top five, right? And then maybe what I'll do is I'll give you my top Irish release as well. And maybe you can kind of say, okay, what, what your top German album was of the year. Mm. That's a great <laughs> So this will be... This oh. <laughs> I will send you. So very, very don't don't send music. it to me, right? Oh no, do do send it to me, and I'll send you mine, and then we can kind of talk about them, right? Because a lot of the ones that I have, I, I don't think you'll have heard of them, and it's going to be interesting. I'm not going to give anything away. So if you want to find out what my top five is and what Torsten's top five is, you know, join us in the next podcast. I think that will be good fun. <laughs> 